Good, Brendan. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Just living. Yeah, you know, thing, <laughs> things need life to live, Brendan. Yeah, I don't know any other way to do it yet so far other than just to live it up, you know? Yeah, you know, that's what I say about you. People are like, hey, tell me something about your best friend, Brandon. And I'm like, you know, he he lives, you know? I do. I, I do yeah. be living, though. How are you doing? <laughs> Are you alive? Yeah, I'm, you know, hold on, hold on. Let me check. Let me find that pulse. Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. It's going. I'm I'm alive. I'm alive. Nice. Nice. Well, what are, what are we yeah. doing here? What's what's going on here? Brandon, this is the 2D or not 2D podcast. It's like a monthly book club except we watch animated movies and we talk about them. I forget every month. That's why I yeah, that's why you ask. That's why I ask. Because you're I, just two things about Brandon. One, he lives. <laughs> two, he forgets. <laughs> two, I just am frequently hopping on conversations with people, and I hit record, and then I'm like, I don't remember which one this is, so just kind of wing yeah, it. I don't, just wing it. I don't know why we're recording, but we're just gonna record it. Well, before we hop into what we watched this month for the month of May in 2022. What uh, what all have you been watching recently? Well, I have been rewatching one of my favorite animes, Anana. Um, it was originally I re- I originally watched it on Netflix way back in the day. It was the first anime that I watched without a recommendation from someone else. Um, it is actually the reason why I got my nose pierced when I was fifteen because I wanted to be cool like Nana, um, and I have recently found someone who also loves Nana, and we are going to cosplay both Nanas at our next upcoming convention. And I was like, you know what? Thinking about Nana so much, I really want to rewatch it. And it is available on YouTube to watch. Um, So I've been watching it there. And that's pretty much it. I've been pretty busy. So that's really the only one I've been watching other than our movie. What about you? Well, could you give a quick like elevator pitch of what what Nana's about? Yeah, uh, Nana is about two women in their early twenties who meet ser- serendipitously on a train on their way to Tokyo, um, and they find that they are both moving to Tokyo to start new adventures, and they are both named Nana, and. They, you know, they get on a train and they're stalled for like four hours because of snow. Um, And so they really, really get to know each other. And then as they get off the train, they kind of go separate ways and realize they didn't exchange contact information or anything. So it's like, okay, well, whatever, I guess I'll never talk to my train friend again. Um, But then they both go apartment hunting and they end up touring the same apartment and start to argue about who gets to rent it because it's a great deal and it's super pretty. Um, And one of the real estate agents recommend that they rent it together to save on money. 
and they agree. And so these two friends, both named Nana, decide to live together, and we kind of see how their lives come together and overlap in the friendship that they build through this, like, serendipitous accidental meeting. I, hmm. will, I will just say that if like, YouTube is a great place to find some stuff, like, as far as, like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I know, hold on. Let me do a really bad elevator pitch for YouTube. It's a great place to find some stuff. No, like free movies and uh, free free series. I assume some of them are probably not uploaded legally, but um, there's just a lot of times that I that I'm surprised. I'll hop on there and be like, "Oh, this very old, not cared for, old movies on YouTube." Or more yeah. more recently, uh, a lot of audiobooks are on there. A lot of oh, yeah, I wouldn't have thought to look for audiobooks on there. Uh, I just recently listened through uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Um, oh, nice. And earlier this year, I listened through the Communist Manifesto. It was entirely on there. A bunch of weird, just random, especially stuff that's I out mean, of... That, that one checks out. Yeah, but like a lot of stuff that's out of public <laughs> domain, like, or is, has been thrown into public right. domain, gets 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 uploaded there. And um, yeah, it's just a great source. Uh, like I have Audible for audiobooks, but I, I now I no longer check there first, especially for classics, because there's a good chance it's free on YouTube. Right. Um. Yeah, I just, um, I saw someone mention that it was on YouTube a little while ago, and I was like, oh, well, you know, I've already, I think I've rewatched it several times already, <laughs> but um, I was like, oh, you know, let me just see if it's still there, because again, it's hard to tell when things are uploaded legally or not, um, and it is still there. It was uploaded in 2020, so it's been on there for two years without any issues. Um, you do, I mean, it is YouTube. You do get ads but it's not like excessive i think you get maybe two ads an episode like it's like any youtube video yeah. honestly so yeah definitely, definitely check it out they've got like the bonus episodes too so nice um but Switch i've been it. oh yeah no it's yeah um i've been uh i've been watching uh, a series of uh shorts that i that i've came across recently on the criterion channel uh by john and faith uh, Hubley, H-U-B-L-E-Y, that uh, they made a number of shorts through the, or a number, number of shorts through the 50s into the 70s, and then they mm. both worked on a full length. They only have one full length animated to their name. Um, and uh, the, the shorts that I've watched have been really, really good. They're, they, I guess they're actually scripted, which blows my mind, but what it looks and sounds like, it sounds like they just like fly on the wall recorded conversations between two people and then animate mm. those conversations, uh, which okay. is kind of a very common practice, especially speaking of YouTube. I know a lot of YouTubers do stuff like that where, you know, yeah, a lot of like podcasts will do that. Yes. Yes. Um, but these like two of them, there's one called uh, Moonbird. Is that right? Yeah. Moonbird. Uh, that is uh, the conversations between like, I think like a four and a six year old. Um, and so it's like really, they're really cute. The, like two of them are really, really cute because they're just like two kids having these conversations that are very random and sporadic. That, I mean, they feel so natural to what kids would be talking about. Um, and then the other one is two construction workers uh, during kind of the height of the Cold War talking in, in the bottom of a hole in the construction site they're working <laughs> on. And um, I don't know, it's very surreal. It gives me a very like peaceful feeling even though the topics for those, that one the, called the whole um, is a little bit more serious, but something about being the fly on the wall conversation is just, 
kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of nice in its own way. But I'm excited to yeah. check out the full-length uh, film, which is Everybody Rides the Carousel, which is supposed to be... Um, Classic. It's supposed to, yeah, it's supposed to be, like, uh, I guess going through uh, the eight stages that I think is a psychologist named Eric Erickson declared that everybody goes through in their life. So it's supposed to be, like, a very heavy watch, mm-hmm. which I'm just interested. I don't know. I don't know very much about these people, but it's a very, very interesting animation, and I've really been enjoying that. And then I've been reading, uh, speaking of free things in public domain, uh, the Gutenberg Project is a website that puts up books and audiobooks that are free online. So I've been reading through uh, The Adventures of Alice in Wonderland. Um, oh, nice. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about finished with that one. Um, I've been trying to go back through and catch classics because I just I've never I've never there's so many classics that I've never read barely yeah. read half the books I was supposed to read in high school so um. <laughs> see I I was very much like an AR kid I was like let me read all the things and get all the points um so I can get those freaking eraser heads in the shop um but yeah so I've read a lot of classics and I like I inherited a lot of like old books so like i have like a super old copy of alice in wonderland and it's like a combo alice in wonderland and alice through the looking glass Mm. um and it has like the coolest cover and it's yeah so i'm just excited that you're reading that because a lot of people haven't actually read those so yeah Yeah. no it's it's been it's been a fun uh fun read through and uh i'll probably still i'll probably read through the looking glass afterwards it's also free on there so yeah i recommend like doing it like Almost immediately. Yeah, they, because I can already tell because just just where I'm at in the book that a lot of the story that I'm somewhat familiar with is probably in through the Looking Glass. Um, yeah. Man, Alice is whiny though. Let me tell you, I'm just yeah. just gonna say <laughs> something about little English girls. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but so is everybody else in that, else in that book. They're all yes, all whiny. everyone's eccentric for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not, to, I'm sorry if I'm interrupting, no, no, but no. I, I did forget. I have been watching um, campaign one of Critical Role. <laughs> yes, yes. I've been doing a combo watching the old live stream slash listening to the podcast form, um, depending on where I'm at in my day. But I'm five episodes away from the end and I'm panicking. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I have two whole, well, not two whole, but I have another campaign to watch and they are currently on campaign three so there's plenty of content out there but just wanted to shout it out we've mentioned um the animated series the legend of vox machina um this is the source material for that show so if you liked the animated series i definitely recommend watching the live streams if you liked it and you got i don't know four to five hundred hours to spare it's right up your every episode it's like four hours so Buckle in. I've been watching. Boy, when did I even start? Probably like August of last year, I would say. Yeah, that sounds. Well, I don't think it was that long ago because you you weren't. When did the series come out? The animated series that came out in like January this year. So, okay. well, because I know that I was only on episode like 10 in October of last year, because that's when we all got together and you guys started talking about it and i was like hey i'm only on episode 10 please don't say anything else (laughs) but i know i had started before that but i was going at a lot slower pace but then you caught up for the show you were like i gotta get there once the show is out so you caught up to where the show takes place yeah yes i I will say 
yeah, the episodes are very long and they continue to be long. But I, if I remember right, there's a couple episodes in campaign one that are like five plus hours, aren't there? Like they, they get pretty. Um, I, I think there's a couple, um, not too many, I would say. I said they, I said they average around like three and a half. Um, there's definitely like, there's like an introduction. There's like a midstream break and then sometimes they'll talk at the end. Um, some of them they'll stay for like a Q and a afterwards. So there's like a full extra hour that doesn't actually have anything to do with the story. Um, so take the, the three to five hour <laughs> window with a, like a grain of salt that probably an hour of that can be skipped. Yeah. I was just going to say like the, here, like more current critical role, um, does a little bit, I think a little bit better with time management in terms of how the episodes go They're They're more in line with pretty much everyone's three and a half to four hours. I would probably say three to four hours. And that's also including, you know, their intro and mid break. And then whatever the, the anything following the episode is a separate thing entirely. So Mm -hmm. uh, that was, we, maybe we should uh, do a critical role podcast because apparently we could talk talk about that. We could talk about that. Yeah. Um, that's what, but that's not what we watched. Uh, that's not what we did. That's not what we did. What did we do for this? Brandon? We did Batman year one. Um, Yes, we did. That's the cadence on that was strange. Let me try the, we did Batman year one. Uh, Batman colon year one. Yes. 2011, uh, directed by Lauren Montgomery and Sam Liu. Um, or based on the graphic novel written by Frank Miller. Yes. Um, which I have only read Frank Miller's The Dark Knight. That was the one you would highly recommend mm-hmm. it. And I checked, yeah, I checked that one out. Yeah. So I had not seen the, or read the graphic novel for this. Have you read the graphic novel? Mm-hmm. I have read this graphic novel. Um, I want to say it was gifted to me by my uncle. Um, back in the day when I wasn't an adult, every birthday he would buy me a graphic novel. So like shout out to my uncle buddy. I know you're not listening, but thanks for all the graphic novels, bro. <laughs> um, but this was one of my favorites. So I was really excited to watch um, the movie with you. Yeah. Well, let's 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 real quick run through um, the plot for this. Do you want to you want to kick us off with with who is this Batman? <laughs> and what is it? What, what is his deal? <sighs> OK, so he's a one year old in this. one. No, he's okay. No, he's not. <laughs> so the reason you okay? sorry, I just had like a bunch of burps. There's something so like I funny. let one out and I would like I tried to talk and another one came out and I was like, oh, what's happening? I, I, there's something so funny to imagine. Like you're you finally you you know you're a huge Batman fan. You finally have like the platform to like I'm gonna talk about some Batman. So you're like Batman, like <laughs> just, just throw up, like like panic vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't vomit. It's okay. No, you're I just good. Had a, a burpees. It's okay. <laughs> so, a lot of this is going to have my opinion in it. So sorry about it. Um, but I particularly love this telling of Batman because it is not only like the it's not the origin story of Batman, but it's his year one. It's his first year of becoming and being Batman after he goes through training. So where we come in the story, we 
start with Jim Gordon. And I love Jim Gordon as a character. I think he's so interesting. And like all the iterations of him have been very fascinating. Um, so we actually open on Jim Gordon moving to Gotham and becoming a police officer there. Um, and so at the same time, Batman is returning from 12 years abroad of training. Um, Batman being Bruce Wayne, the, the millionaire what? son. Yeah, don't tell anyone it's a secret. <laughs> um, but he's the millionaire heir to the fortune that Thomas and Martha Wayne left after their tragic murder by a uh, mugger in front of their son. Um, that's the one thing about being a Batman fan <laughs> is just you constantly have to see Thomas and Wayne, like Thomas Wayne and uh, Martha Wayne murdered. Um, so we, we do see that. We do have a little flashback to that. That's true. And and I would say, I think it's probably nine out of ten times, a string of pearls gets ripped from Martha's uh, neck and it goes flying in front of young Bruce Wayne. Probably yes. nine out of ten times. I, I'm curious. I'm sure there, there could be a, an analysis justification for that, but I'm, I'm curious as to why it is always pearl necklace. <laughs> I don't know for certain why it's pearls, but I mean, I know if you steal a whole string of pearls, like that's a lot more than just like stealing a gold chain necklace sure, yeah. as far as like for muggers. So it's like, oh, pearls are a big sign of wealth. So right. that that's part of it. And then there is the dramatic like, oh, I grabbed your pearls and now they're flying everywhere and, you know obscuring the camera so you can't see it, your parents bleeding out on the ground. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, we do see that. But um, again, three, another reason why I love this is that really the narrator is Jim Gordon. Like we very much see more into his mind than we do um, Bruce Wayne's. I mean, we, we do see both, but I would say it's probably like a, 70 30 split of like jim versus bruce yeah that feels um, that feels right yeah so we come in and jim is nervous about being in gotham because it is a just a pit of crime there's a lot of crime there and he is waiting to find out if his wife is pregnant and he uh is a little nervous and kind of wants the test to be negative because he doesn't think Gotham's the place to raise a child. Um, spoiler alert, she's pregnant. <laughs> um, and he gets into the Gotham Police Department and kind of finds out pretty almost immediately that all the cocks are crooked. I almost said crooked. That's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> they're very crooked and abuse their power and do a lot of cover-ups and they're, you they're, know they're cr they're crooked corrupted cops which is not easy to yes. say yeah yes they're crooked and corrupted mm. not crooked crooked um then on the flip side we see batman going like okay i've done all this training look at me karate chop all these bricks in half look at me kick this tree down with one kick um i'm gonna go try to fight crime so he gets into his very nice sports car he parks it in a parking garage he puts a fake latex like scar across his face um because anonymity is very important 
And if you have one very distinguishing feature, it will distract from everything else. So he won't be recognized as millionaire Bruce Wayne. And he, uh, he walks through the East End, which is notorious for crime and kind of the kind of like a red light district, basically. And he is approached by a very underage hooker. Um, and he is like, how old are you? <laughs> and she's like, I'm as young as you want me to be, which is very creepy. Um, and then her uh, pimp, I guess, for lack of a better word, comes to berate her for saying that. And a fight ensues. Bruce Wayne um, starts to attack the the pimp. And then all the, the prostitutes, including the young one, um, retaliate. And Bruce has to kind of like kick the young girl off of him because she stabbed him in the leg <laughs> with a switchblade. Um, and from above, Selena Kyle is watching this all happen and seeing her child prostitute friend um, get kicked. She comes down to join the fight and gives Bruce Wayne a run for his money. Um but then the police come and they shoot Bruce Wayne, even though he did not move. They just poof, shoot him in the shoulder. Um, so they take him into custody and he gives them a chance as he kind of regains consciousness. He says, hey, stop the car and get out now. And they're like, ah, he's probably just like tweaking on something. It's fine. And then he does, you know, the old, the old switcheroo. He puts his legs through his handcuffs and then he tries to choke the police officer and crashes the car and you know gets out he pulls them out of the car before it explodes and that's our first like venture of batman becoming batman um do you want to take over for like the jim gordon side of the story yeah so um from there forgive me because like, this does hop around Oh, we about to. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, I should have said up front. So this does show the course of a year. So like as we're going through this scene, it does show the dates on the screen to show you like how much time has passed between. And again, it does jump between Bruce and Jim's story. So forgive us. This might be a little scattered as we retell it. <laughs> yes. Through this, um, at this time, Jim is still working to. Uh, kind of uproot the corruption that has happened in Gotham's police department. Um, at first is met with um, definitely some pushback uh, from uh, the, I believe, commissioner at that time, right? Or was that lieutenant? I forget the title. Uh, which guy? Uh, the guy who ate mints. Uh, that was commissioner. That was Commissioner Loeb. Commissioner Loeb. So yeah, Commissioner Loeb is definitely, um, definitely... <laughs> Something's up with that guy. Uh, <laughs> he's he's kind of creepy. He's kind of creepy, and he's putting off some some vibes. From there, he asks Flass. Uh, Loeb mm -hmm. asks Flass to basically kind of put Gordon in his place. So Flass, as well as a number of other corrupt police officers, uh, beat the holy crap out of Gordon, uh, who then promptly gets in his car and finds out where Flass is. Uh, and... Tells him, like, hey, don't threaten me and my family, uh, and beats the crap out of him. Uh, leaves him handcuffed and tied naked in the snow. So Gordon kind of gets a... Because Jim Gordon is a bad... He is a, he, he, he's, he's, a, he's a bad dude in this one. 
Um, a good dude, a good bad dude in this one. Gordon starts to kind of get a leg up in the city of Gotham because the people and press begin to really like him and kind of treat him as a hero. And while this is happening, Batman is getting also some notoriety at this time. Yes, he... Um, so after his kind of mess up, so to speak, uh, he's like, what do I do? How do I make them fear me? Um, he's talking to a bust of his late father, a, a bat crashes through the window. And I feel like this was supposed to be more metaphorical because I don't think a bat can actually crash through a window like that. It was like a huge bat, but um, it comes and lands on the head of Thomas Wayne's bust. <laughs> and Batman is famously afraid of bats. So he goes, ah, oh, I get it. I understand, father. And so he dons the bat suit um, and takes on that moniker and he starts gallivanting through the East End, so to speak, between the hours of midnight and 4 a.m. and stops crime as it happens. With Commissioner Gordon, uh, he kind of teams up with Internal Affairs. Hey, he's not the commissioner yet. Sorry, it's just... He's Lieutenant. Lieutenant Gordon. Um, <laughs> spoil it. We didn't say up front we were going to spoil this, but we are going to spoil this film. If that hasn't become apparent, I mean... I don't know. We always do that in these podcasts, but it, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit aware of it. We're going to be talking about the movie. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. Well, you stop now if you don't want the rest of it to be spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lieutenant, uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Gordon um, gets starts kind of working with internal affairs. Maybe not super directly, but I mean, was that was that Sarah's? role was she internal affairs that he was working with or was that just an uh uh sarah was like a special detective brought on okay specifically to find the vigilante that everyone is talking about got it okay so I, she's like she was like a special ops detective kind of thing got it okay is really starting to kind of work towards catching both this batman and bringing down the corruption within the police department uh the Police really don't have a good idea what exactly the Batman is. Uh, uh, Flass has been attacked by Batman and claims that he is a large winged creature with a 30 foot wingspan um, and claws, claws, human and attacked him while he was apprehending some criminals. Um, but really, he was being bribed to look the other way during a drug deal. Yes. So. Eventually, um, while working with through this, I don't remember if it was before or after this, but eventually uh, Gordon and Sarah, the special detective that have been brought in, um, mm. begin to develop a romantic relationship, uh, which is not good when you have... He's got a pregnant wife at home. Yeah. Um, and inevitably, uh, I think this is after what happens kind of next with Batman, but... Um, Basically, Gordon is threatened to stop looking into the police corruption or uh, they will let his wife know that uh, he's been having an affair. So uh, Gordon then gets finally uh, through a tip of Sarah making the connection that, uh, you know, hey, Bruce Wayne has access to a lot of money and weaponry. That would, you know, that would kind of make sense, which is really fun. I really liked having a character in a movie be like, has anybody thought about looking at Bruce Wayne? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because that doesn't happen a lot. Does not happen very often, especially just like a police, like somebody that would actually make that connection, like a very realistic, like wasn't yeah. the Riddler or Joker being like, I figured it out. Like, like, you know. Right. It was someone who it's, she was brought on to figure out this vigilante and like she did. <laughs> yeah. But eventually Gordon gets access to speak with Bruce who has allegedly been skiing and broke both his arms and legs or something ridiculous. Something um, that would cover bullet wounds that we know Batman has. So Gordon then is able to, because uh, yes, so the, the fight out at the, the abandoned building happened then before that. So yes, yeah. um, do you want to talk about the Batman fight? Yeah. So through all this, um, Batman starts capturing, attacking, turning in corrupt um, policemen. And then he breaks into a meeting of like city officials. Um, they're, they're having like a fancy dinner party and he breaks in and says, hey, like you have stolen from the people. You have, you know, not done your job and I'm coming for you. So he slowly starts to pick off these corrupt officials, these like mobsters. Um, he kind of just sends them a message. One of them being, um, I think it's Falcone. I can't remember. It's one of the famous gangsters in Batman and I always get them confused. Um, and he ties him up, like hog ties him naked in his bed and then steals his Rolls Royce and uh, <laughs> drives it into the river as a message and he is the one that kind of has the whole police department and commissioner Loeb in his back pocket so he says all right the batman dies um so that is when commissioner Loeb puts pressure on gordon to find bruce wayne or not bruce wayne <laughs> to find batman um and he's like if you don't find batman that's gonna be your job um so jim and sarah start doing kind of like sting operations they set up like fake crimes to see if batman will intervene um but ba batman's smart he knows what what a fake crime looks like so they don't quite catch him um but there is an unfortunate incident where it i don't know what kind of truck it was but there's like an older woman driving a truck and she like passes out or has like a heart attack or something while she's driving and Gordon um, pursues the vehicle to try and help. Um, but Gordon ends up getting hurt somehow. I can't really remember. It's a very fast action action scene. Um, and the Batman happens to be nearby and he hops in to try and save everyone and at this time, some other police officers are there and they try to pursue Batman and he gets shot. Um, and so he makes his way into an abandoned building to try to escape. He's like bleeding from his leg. Um, and the SWAT, after, you know, Gordon has called in that the Batman is here and we need to capture him, SWAT gets called, unbeknownst to Jim, um, who orders everyone not to shoot. But SWAT comes in and drops a firebomb on the building and subsequently kills a lot of like the homeless population that was in that building. Um, Batman does make his way out of it, but he does suffer several bullet wounds, like I think one in both legs and then one in one of his arms. So <laughs> 
when Jim and Sarah are like, hey, let's interview Bruce Wayne. Um, Alfred informs them that, you know, he's been in the Swiss Alps skiing and he got an accident and he broke both arms or broke both legs and one arm. Um, and they're like, hmm, those are exactly where Batman was shot. So a full cast would hide bullet wounds. So this is getting even more suspicious. So that's when we get to Gordon then getting to interview Batman, although his wife has to come along, which I do believe that is not police policy. I don't think you can bring. <laughs> yeah. So um, Jim is on his way home with Barbara from like a doctor's appointment and he gets a call that's like, Hey, Bruce Wayne can meet with you, but it has to be right now. Right. So that's right. he's like, sorry, honey, I guess you have to come along. And she's like, Oh, well, I've always wanted to meet Bruce Wayne. I've heard he's very charming. So. So they conduct the interview and Bruce is sporting a cane as well as a, young woman uh, dressed in only a robe who apparently can't speak English. And basically Bruce just kind of comes off as a very kind of womanizing, not misogynistic jerk. (laughs) Yeah. So Gordon's like, that seems like an act, but his wife is like, I don't like it. He's misogynistic and a jerk. And then Gordon is like, I should probably tell her that I'm cheating on her. Um, and does the right thing and confesses to uh, cheating on on her. So that way the police no longer have that against Gordon. I will say this was after he broke things off with Sarah. He did right. tell her that they needed to stop and she requested a transfer to a different police department. Yes. So I think what happens next is after the baby's born, right? Yes. So the baby is born, and then um, this is when... There's also Catwoman. We haven't even talked about Catwoman in this. Yes. So I did mention Selena Kyle um, in the beginning. That's right. And we kind of see a snippet. We don't really get an explanation, but Selena punches the pimp and takes the young girl whose name I can't remember. It's something very Holly. generic, like Chloe. Or Holly? They, okay. It's Holly. Um, and she takes the young girl, and she's like, hey, we're going to find a different line of work. And um, they they were present during the, the building, firebombing Batman situation. So they saw all that, um, which also Batman uses a supersonic sonar bat call that brings all these bats to him. Um, and so everyone in the crowd had to get rabies shots. And I just thought that was really funny because <laughs> like you don't always see like the repercussions of like things that superheroes do. Um, but that was one of them. And I just like, they showed them all getting rabies shots in their butts. And it was just, it was funny. I really enjoy it. Um, <laughs> it was very good. Yes. But uh, Selena decides to invest the last of their money into this super cool cat suit um, and starts doing a string of cat burgl- burglaries throughout the town. And she starts targeting kind of, you know, high up officials as well. Um, including Commissioner Loeb. Um, but all of her triumphs are attributed to Batman on the news for some reason, and that that kind of irks her. So she decides, hmm, maybe I should leave like a calling card so they know it's not Batman. So she decides she's going to start scratching people across the face with her cat claws. 
and um, she goes to is it Falcone? I can't yes, remember. It is Falcone. It is Falcone. Yes. Okay. She um she is like, I'm gonna steal from Falcone. I know he has money, he's a big name, and I'm gonna scratch him in his face. <laughs> and that'll be my calling card. Yes. Um, when she does, however, uh, that is, of course, the same night that Batman has shown up and is needing to uh, access some information from Falcone as to what exactly his plans are. So With the police department. Correct. Um, so uh, things kind of break bad, and uh, a fight ensues, and uh, Batman subdues everybody there except for Catwoman, uh, and he's like, basically like, thanks a lot. And then, yeah, he's like, uh, you're and everything. <laughs> I hate you. Um, <laughs> and, and then, um, Falcone wakes up in the hospital and is like, hey, all bets are off. Um, nobody, uh, go, you know, get Gordon, uh, and his son, son, right? Yes. His son is like, it's gonna be tough. Oh, his nephew. Sorry. Okay. His nephew. He's like, it's gonna be he- tough. He ordered him to get Jim and his son, and right. Jim's son. So that's why I was confused. Sorry. <laughs> right. Sorry. He's like, yeah. Well, now that he has a kid, he's no longer. He's never free. Um, so mm-hmm. they get Gordon away from his wife and son. Uh, but then Gordon like quickly realizes like, oh, something's up because a motorcycle zooms past him, and so he returns. And they are trying to kidnap his wife and son. Um, G- Gordon just shoots two of them, uh, saving his wife. But then his son is kidnapped. So Batman... His son was already in the car. Yes. And so then Gordon rushes off for them, and then Batman shows up on a motorcycle. And yes, Batman was the motorcycle that zoomed by because he had intel that this was going to happen. Yes. And the wife almost shoots him, and then he's like, no, I'll protect your son. Uh, so she lets him go and uh, runs after them. Uh, and through some parkour, ends up meeting them on meeting Gordon and Falcone's nephew and the baby on a bridge. A fight ensues. They get thrown over the edge, but we don't see what happens. But everybody's okay except for the nephew. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, basically, the the nephew has Gordon pinned backwards on like the railing while also holding. Jim Jr. Um, and he has a knife to Gordon's like face and Gordon pivots, but that makes the baby slip from the nephew's grasp and right. fall. Jim dives after um, him and then suddenly Batman, but not dressed as Batman, um, comes over the railing as well. And I think he like knocks. I think what happens is like he knocks the nephew unconscious and then the nephew like falls off the bridge basically. Um, and then it does cut away and we cut back and Jim is holding the baby or Bruce like holds hands, the baby to Jim. Um, and they're both like kind of muddy and Jim comments that he must have like armor on under his clothes. So it can kind of be assumed that, Bruce kind of caught him and did like a roll kind of thing and like mm. saved the baby. Yeah, something. Basically broke the fall. I mean, he's Batman. He's, he figured He's it Batman. Yeah. He's and super strong. Gordon's like, uh, you know, I can't really see very well without my glasses, so I guess I don't know who you are. And then they part ways. And yeah, and then he's like, you should probably get out of here. <laughs> Gordon becomes commissioner then, and 
got the bat Bataverse and the Joker's coming. <laughs> yes. Uh, so basically, something we kind of didn't talk about was this whole time, like when Jim was working with Internal Affairs, it's because there's like a drug trade that Falcone is orchestrating and all the police officers are like in on it. Um, so Gordon does get Flass basically on the stand. Like he gets him um, accused of crimes. He's, he gets charges and Flass is like, but what if I give you Commissioner Loeb? And so Commissioner Loeb falls, <laughs> basically gives up some of the other corrupt cops on his way down. Um, thus opening the commissioner spot. And then we get Commissioner Gordon and he refers to Batman as his friend who's going to help him with this crazy guy named the Joker who's going to poison Gotham's water supply. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Batman Year One. That's Batman Year One. What do you think of this movie? Oh, Brandon, it was so good. Again, I I love this particular, like, origin-ish story of Batman because it's not just Batman's origin it's Jim Gordon's and I just like I don't think that's something that is explored a lot throughout the Bativerse um especially with Jim Gordon being such like a big character and a big part of it it's not always explained like how Jim and Batman came to work together and have that like trusting I'm a cop you're a vigilante like (laughs) (laughs) But it's okay. We'll work together. I, I what did also, you think? I also really liked it. It was, um, I really liked it. It felt really kind of nice and contained. And I did really like having it from the, more of the perspective of Gordon. I think that a lot of movies that, uh, especially superhero movies, that take the chance to kind of, you know, let another character um, run things really, uh, really benefit from that. Especially when they're, you know, we there's... Didn't know if you know this, but there's quite a few Batman movies. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, I really enjoyed, you know, going through the full year. It was a really fun kind of crime syndicate story that, um, you know, it wasn't anything to, like, figure out, but it was it was just a good kind of crime thriller in that sense. I also really, mm-hmm. really liked the use of the Bat-collar, like, for Batman, because, yeah. like that really made him feel like a superhero. Like that made him feel like he had like a magical power, which I know is really kind of not Batman's thing. And it wasn't a magic power, but like, I don't know. That was just that. I don't see that used that cool, at least to me. Yeah. Um, It's one of those like larger than life kind of things. Yes. Um, But I really enjoyed it. It was, it was really good and fun. It definitely, it, it had kind of like that anime feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, there's like two things I really, cause again, I've read the graphic novel. So like, I know the story and I already love the story. Um, so I'm just going to comment on like two things that happen in the movie. Um, so one of them is the credits show the original graphic novel. Right. Like they show the panels and I love when animation does that, like when they've, you know, come from a graphic novel or a comic book or a manga or whatever and it becomes animated i love when they show the original source material um so definitely stick around for the credits is what i would i would say just to get a little glimpse of the original artwork and then uh the other one is that i love the voice actors they picked for this um so jim gordon is voiced by brian cranston yes which 
if you didn't know, he's, you know, the the like breaking bad guy. Um, <laughs> which also, is really funny because you said breaking bad at some point. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah. That, yeah. No, Brian Cranston did great. Um, also, uh, Malcolm in the Middle, you know, maybe if that was your jam, he was also I've never that. seen that. So, sorry. <laughs> it's about Malcolm and you'll never guess where he is. Oh, God. Is he in the middle? He's in the middle. Oh, my goodness. We'll just take some um, time. But the Batman is voiced by Ben McKenzie which I you may not be as familiar with him, but he actually plays Jim Gordon in the live-action Gotham TV series. Oh, um, and if you haven't seen the Gotham TV series, it's a little, like, it's a little kind of... cw Kind of like CW-y, yeah. It's a little CW-y, um, but it's really good. It's really good. It's, like everyone's origin story like all the villains and everything um it's definitely doesn't stick true to the source material um that is very good because like you're just following jim gordon in a young like you it starts from the death of bruce wayne's parents so you see a very young bruce wayne which you almost never see so i would definitely recommend checking it out with just keeping that in mind um but it was cool because that's where I knew Ben McKenzie from was from playing Jim Gordon. So when I heard his voice come on for Batman, I was like, wait a minute, is this Ben McKenzie? And I was like, it is Ben McKenzie, but, but he's Gordon. Now he's Batman. <laughs> it's full circle. Full circle. <laughs> I, I, I do think, I don't know. I, I thought the voice of Batman felt a little, little strange. And I think that it would be something that like, I think it was, it was great and worked for the fact that it wasn't, I mean, this really was, I mean, a Jim Gordon movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so it kind of worked to not have the main, main Batman's voice stand out more than Brian Cranston. So I think it worked in that mm-hmm. sense. Um, definitely a different kind of Batman voice. But yeah, the, um, <laughs> I think it's an unfortunate part of like the Batman role is that Batman is Batman and he wants you to not know who he really is. So Batman never speaks in his normal speaking voice. Right. So like the like Batman voice actors or Batman live action actors are always going to get crap for like having a weird Batman voice. Um, but it's just part of the role. Like they have to alter their voice in one way or the other. So um, this isn't quite Christian Bale. Where are the drugs? Yeah. But it's definitely not. It doesn't sound like a normal speaking voice. Yeah. Um, so for this episode, did you bring anything specific that you wanted to talk about? Uh, that, that was really it. Uh. That's cool. I didn't bring, I didn't bring anything my major either. So I had an idea if you were interested in this, I have pulled up a Batman movie tier list. Um, and I know you've seen a number of Batman movies, Mm -hmm. so, Mm -hmm. um, it is ranked from bat tier. So S tier and then ABC and then. The last one is called Actual Trash, but I'm not going to make you put anything in Actual Trash for Batman. So I was going to maybe say that Actual Trash would be like you haven't seen it because I know I don't know if you've seen all of them, but um, we can cut this out if this is not. No, I'm fine with it. Okay, so it's going to be kind of I'm just like it's going to be hard to separate them in my head because (laughs) all the like titles are very similar. Right. So um, there's going to be a secondary game to it because it doesn't have. some of these I'm going to have to either try and frantically look up to see what Batman movie it is. Uh, yeah, or I'm, I'm going to I'm pulling up my iPad so I have a second screen to Google real quick if I don't 
instantly gotcha. recognize the title. Okay. Um, so this is also not all of them. It's just quite a few of them. So we'll just try to burn through this real quick and just listen to your heart here. You know, you got S tier okay. and then A, B, and C. And then if you S haven't seen it, it's another one. A, B, C. Okay. Okay. We're going to start with uh, 1993 Batman Mask of the Phantasm. You know, I I can't remember if I've seen that one. I feel like it's one I watched when I was like way younger. So you want to go with? I haven't seen that one then. Let you me just say double C. check. Yeah. Also, these are not in any discernible order, so just a heads up for that as well. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one because it's like the extension of the the animated series. Gotcha. Um, so I guess we'll put it in AT, but. Okay, okay. Uh, next we have Batman Begins, so the first Christian Bale one. I would put that in in like B. In B? Okay. B for no. Begins. B for Batman Begins. All right, now we have uh, Batman and Robin. Ooh. So this is the, the Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Arnold so Schwarzenegger. This one is hard because I know like almost everyone is going to say actual trash. Um, but I love the dark side of Batman and the campy side of Batman. And this one is so campy that I just love it. Um, so I'm going to put it in A. Nice. Okay. Okay. Next we have Son of Batman. Um, Ooh, Son of Batman's really good. Um, I'm, I'm going between bat tier and A. Let's put it in A. Put it in A, okay. And we can move these around. We're, we'll go over them quickly at the end, and if you're like, you know what, that's that's not. Um, yeah. Next we have uh, Assault on Arkham. I haven't seen that one, actually. Gotcha, okay. Batman v Superman, the live action Henry Carvel and Ben Affleck. Um, haven't seen it, but it's actual trash. Okay, so, oh, you, okay, got it. Interesting, okay. Uh, <laughs> I can explain. Uh, well, you really haven't seen it? Um, oh. Yeah, because I went to see Man of Steel in theaters with my father, and um, it just said, hey, you know what, comic books? Poo-poo on you. We don't care about this character, and we're going to totally rewrite Clark Kent. Um, and I did not appreciate that. And I didn't want to see them do the same to Batman. So I have not seen anything in that, in the, like the, the DC Zack Snyder verse past man of steel. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. We have Batman versus Robin. I won't question you any further on this Batman Superman. I also, I actually, I really disliked it. I saw it and did not like it. So that's fine. Okay. <laughs> you're, um, you, you're, you're not missing out on a not good movie. <laughs> Oh, okay, so Batman versus Robin is also really good. I think it um, is like the one after the Son of Batman, um, but all okay, also A tier. <laughs> A tier, okay, okay. Next we have Batman. This is the Jack Nicholson uh, live Ooh. action. Oh, 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 e. That's really good. <laughs> Just Mike. me saying all these are really good. Um, Michael Keaton Batman. I know Michael Keaton Batman is so good. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm really stingy with like 
That's fine. This is not your this is your tier, tier list. This is but not I'm a... just putting everything in A. So let's let's do A tier. That is totally a fine way of doing this. You're saving that <laughs> S tier, and that's totally respectable. I, I um, we have now uh, Batman Bad Blood. So the reason why I'm having to look up all of these is because I am I watched all of the Justice League movies that line up, and I watched them all in order very quickly and a lot of them are these batman movies um so that's why i'm like which one's which because i watched them like back to back so definitely google the justice league animated movies like timeline and watch them in order it's so good this one is the sequel to batman oh oh yeah this one has a batwoman Ooh. (laughs) um dang this one is really really good um <laughs> yeah because it's son of batman batman versus robin then batman bad blood like they all go together um oh, i almost want to actually put this one in s tier s tier okay okay yeah it's really really good okay so we've got our first s tier batman bad blood got mm. it the bat tier as it were now we have yes. Batman Returns, Danny DeVito, oh, others. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, I'm I'm going between A and B on this one. Mm-hmm. I I'm gonna put this one in B. Okay, your second, our second B. Yes. Next, we have the Batman Lego movie. <laughs> the Batman. Okay, the Batman Lego movie is really good. Yeah, I. Um, but obviously, it's more that younger audience. Um, Batman voiced by Will Arnett is mm-hmm. just wow. perfection. Um, but it is very silly. Um, I would probably put it in C tier. <gasps> Interesting. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No judgment. Again, just, I'm just... like. Yeah, it's very like if someone was like, hey, Nikki, I will watch three Batman movies. Like, it's not going to be right up there. I'm not going to be like, well, you got to watch the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> like, it's just it's a good time. It's funny. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. and I respect it. I haven't seen that one. I really like the Lego movie, but I didn't. I haven't seen the. the I think it's on Netflix. You should um, check it out. Got it's it. really good. There's a really good song in the credits. Um, Will Arnett does a, a song as Batman, and it's really funny. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, now we have one that I have seen, The Killing Joke. Oh, my gosh. Okay, S tier. S tier? Okay, okay. Yeah. Read the graphic novel as well. They're, it's it's so good. Traumatizing, but good. It was very good. I, I very much enjoyed it. Next, we have uh, Batman and Harley Quinn. Ooh. <sighs> so this one's... Very good. Um, it's kind of silly, as Harley Quinn is. Um, I love Harley Quinn. No mm. disrespect. And this one is like they have to team up, which doesn't happen a lot. Um, it's very good. It's more on the Harley Quinn side than the Batman side, though. So I'd probably put it like B tier. B tier. Okay. Okay. Next we have Batman Gotham by Gaslight. I don't. This is like the noir one, isn't it? I think so. It looks... I haven't seen that one. Okay, we'll put that one in the yeah. actual trash slash 
not seen. Right. I almost watched that last night, but I was like, I don't want to get confused with Batman year one. So. <laughs> gotcha. Um, okay. Next we have uh, the Ninja Batman movie. S tier. <clears throat> S tier. Okay. That one I've really wanted it is- to see so good brandon like if i was gonna say like if you want something different watch that it's really cool it's a really cool story it's very unique it's very unlike any other batman movie and it is like in like an anime style which is very cool and it's like a mix of 3d and 2d and it's just it's really good (laughs) nice okay yeah i definitely wanted to see that one that one's that was like on like I feel like once it was announced, like it was on everybody's radar, like yes, real, real big. Um, okay. Uh, next we have Batman versus uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've not seen. Okay. <laughs> Did not actually didn't even know that one existed. Um, I have not seen it either. I have heard of it though. Mm. Um, 2019. Ne- okay. Next we have Batman Forever. I need to make a good choice on this one. This one. This is another hard one because I have mixed feelings about the villains in this one. Yes. Yeah. Because I Jim Carrey. Yes. Love Jim Carrey in this one. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. think he is an excellent Riddler. Mm -hmm. Like, very good. I didn't super love Harvey Dent in this one. Yeah, Tommy Lee um, Jones. Yeah, which I mean, I no disrespect to Tommy Lee Jones. Um, I think part sure. of it was because they, in this like trilogy of Batman movies, Harvey Dent is in like the first movie and he's played by a different actor who I can't remember his name right now, but he's black. And then they come to this movie and it's a white man playing Harvey Dent. I didn't and like, know that. That's a bummer. Yeah. So it's kind of like that weird taste in your mouth. Um, and then I, he's on the campier side. Obviously, it's a very campy movie, but like Harvey Dent, Two-Face isn't a very campy villain. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, yeah, I don't know. It's just this kind of weird. So I'll, I'll say B tier. B tier. Okay. Okay. But um, Jim Carrey is S tier. So. Gotcha. I, I, can, I can buy that. That's good with me. Um, next we have the Dark Knight, the Heath Ledger, <sighs> Joker, Dark Knight. S tier. Okay. I, I mean, I feel like it would be, you just can't not, right? I mean. You can't not. And honestly, that is, um, that is why I love Batman as much as I do. Cause I, I was always like aware of Batman and thought Batman was cool. Um, but I did not just like fall in love with Batman until I saw the Dark Knight at like right. the ripe age of 13 and I was like this is my whole personality now. <laughs> it uh it definitely hit everybody at the at that time. I mean it was such a mm-hmm. such a movie. I will I have told this story probably a million times and it just still cracks me up. I remember when it came out and I remember that it was the same year that um <laughs> Will Smith's uh Hancock came out and I just remember that a distant relative of mine, not by blood, uh, was like, yeah, I saw The Dark Knight, and it was okay, but I saw, you know what was really good? Hancock. And I just remember <laughs> being like, you know, I guess some opinions are just kind of wrong. Um, yeah. 
I guess not everyone's entitled to their opinion. I guess not. Um, okay, we have just a few more um, here. Next, we have Gotham Knight. Isn't that the video game? No, Batman Gotham Knight, 2008. Okay, I think this was in my run of Justice League movies. While you're looking that up, it's very funny. I have a list of all the Batman movies here, so Mm -hmm. I can have the posters available so that I can uh, reference them because, like, these pictures on this tier list are not complete. Um, Mm. And so I'm, like, frantically, like, swapping through, like, four different, like, picture lists of Batman posters. (laughs) One of the categories for Batman movies is titled Batman Movies About Revenge, which Mm. they all kind of are in their own way. Yeah. Okay. No, I actually, I haven't seen this one. This is the one. It's like six segments. Mm. Um, I haven't, I haven't seen this one. Okay. Uh, next we have Batman beyond. Batman beyond also the animated. I don't think I've seen that one either. Yeah. I haven't, um, I haven't seen this one. I didn't watch the Batman beyond animated series. He looks, it's the one where he looks kind of silly. Um, (laughs) and, this so much of the Batman animation is really good. Um, this one is one where they're like, what if we did everything kind of different? Um, mm. And it just, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just being too judgmental and it, it might be really good, but yeah. just, it did not visually appeal to me. So I did not want to watch it. Gotcha. No, I, I remember liking the animated series, but I don't think I saw the movie, but uh, it's been a well, billion years. Yeah, I was like, because I liked the Batman, anim- Batman the animated series, um, but I Batman Beyond series. That's I what didn't. I meant. I, I watched yeah. Batman Beyond. I, I watched. Um, okay. Gotcha. Okay, just a few more here. Okay, Batman <laughs> Under the Red Hood. Oh, that oh, that one's really good. Um, because this one's like more about the Red Hood than it is about Batman. Um, I'm gonna say A tier. A tier. Okay. Okay. Uh, Superman, Batman, Apocalypse. Ooh, let me make let me make sure I'm looking at the right movie. Yes, um, a tier. Now we have The Dark Knight Rises. Ooh, this one's controversial because not everyone liked it. Um, and I'm a little biased because my favorite actress is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say B tier. Really? Okay, that's fine. I'm sorry, no judgment. I'm just, just just curious on that. That's gotcha. Okay. I liked Yeah. I, I mean, it. I I liked it a lot. But with some of these, I'm trying to think of this like how would I recommend these movies to people? Mm-hmm. And like with Batman, over- it's sorry. like this ongoing story and it doesn't always like I know it's a trilogy, but you don't always need a conclusion. Um and so I don't love like Batman's story being wrapped up so to speak mm-hmm. um so I'd be like you could probably skip this one like if if it was I'm only watching three I wouldn't make you watch the whole trilogy I'd be like just watch Dark Knight and then here's two other movies <laughs> right okay I'm going to change a couple of these last ones because I want to get them in this list and they're not on this list um okay. So I'm going to change whatever this is to uh, Batman, the Brave and the Bold. Have it. I don't think I've seen that one. That's the musical one. 
We played the game is all I know. That's why I wanted to include it on here. Yes. And I know that the Brave and the Bold was an animated series as well. Oh, for um, a movie. Which so was another little kind of more little kiddish. That's um, what I get for going off the rails here. No, you're good. Yeah. So haven't seen. Okay. So Batman, Superman, Public Enemies. Ooh, Public Enemies. Um, let me make sure. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Um... I mean, this is like, this is the movie that precedes Apocalypse. Um, so the same tier. As Apocalypse? Okay. Got it. Um, I'm just going to lump all of the, I don't know how many there were, if there were just one, but the Adam West Batman movies. Oh, I mean, S tier. S tier. You, you can't beat the original. Okay. Okay. Um, last two here. Um, this one is actually a picture of Batman, I think, fighting uh, Dracula. I don't know what that is, so I'm not going to talk about that. But I wanted that. <laughs> I wanted, uh, the Batman, the most recent uh, live action with Robert Pattinson. Where would you put that on here? Oof. <laughs> oh, that one's so... Oh, oh, oh. I mean, S tier. S tier? Okay. Might be controversial. I don't care. Come for me. <laughs> I... Uh, I'm here for an adolescent, quote unquote, adolescent Batman, not an origin story, not a fully fledged Batman, that in between. We don't see that a lot. I'm here for it. Robin Pattinson is, did I say Robin? <laughs> Robert Pattinson <laughs> is amazing. There's going to be a sequel and it's probably going to have Robin in it. And I'm super excited. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. It was great. Um, bring it all full circle here. Batman year one, where does it go? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, I'd say A tier. A tier? That feels right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like, definitely one of the better ones, but not a necessary watch. Yeah. Okay. So, we have, just real quick, S tier, we have, uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to leave off Batman from a lot of these. Um, yeah. Because it is implied. Um, mm. We have Bad Blood, The Killing Joke, Ninja, the Dark Knight, um, all any and all Adam West movies, and then The Batman, Robert Pattinson. Yes. A tier, we have Batman and Robin, Son of Batman, Batman versus Robin, uh, Batman with Jack Nicholson uh, playing the Joker. We have Under the Red Hood, and we have Batman and Superman, uh, Public Enemies, and then Batman, Superman, Apocalypse, and then Batman Year One. B tier, we have Batman Begins, uh, we have Batman Forever. We have Batman Returns. The titles, it's just squares. I don't know why they didn't put... I, yeah, I told you. I'm like, it gets confusing. That's why I had to like look it up every time. Yeah, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, The Dark Knight Rises, and Batman and Harley Quinn. And then in the lone C tier, we have the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I am going to move... Mm -hmm. um, Batman, a Public Enemies, and Apocalypse. I'm going to move those down to B tier. To B tier, okay. Because they're, they're very good, but they're also not Batman heavy. Mm -hmm. It is very Batman and Superman. So, like, if I'm recommending Batman movies, they'd probably be a little lower. Gotcha. And so then I'm not going to go over the ones that you haven't seen, but in the only one that you specifically said in actual trash being Batman versus Superman. So. Yes. You know. Take that, Zachary. Yeah. Um, 
I okay. So I have had a talk with a friend who is, um, their whole life is movies. Like that's what they went to school for, and that's all they do is like watch film and stuff. Um, and they're like, "You haven't, you haven't seen the, the Snyderverse," and I was like, "No, haven't. Leave me alone." <laughs> Um, but he said specifically to watch the like extended director's cuts. He's like, I agree with you in theaters. I did not like them. But once I got the DVDs and watched like the director's cuts, I like them. A lot of the stuff that makes them good is left out of the, the theatrical cut. Um, so I was like, all right. So I might give them a chance. But so I'm just going to clarify theatrical edition trash. You know, and it's funny. I actually like Man of Steel. Um, I I did not mind. I liked it till the very end. That's fair. Um, I was like, oh, this is really good. And then the end, I was like, nope. <laughs> you just like flipped off everyone who loves Superman. So. But that's not this episode. That's yeah. That's when we watch a Superman movie. Um, that's been Batman Year One. And Nick, I'll send you your definitive tier list. That is just that one, which is not well, all well, of them. We'll tweet it. We'll tweet it out. Um, And you'll be slightly confused because I just, maybe I'll have to edit it to include what ones represented ones we didn't talk about. Because again, like the Batman wasn't on there and stuff. But um, this episode is running very long. I don't know if you need to go or not. So I wanted it. Let's go ahead and go and wrap it up real quick. Yeah, Um, let's wrap it up. Let's put a little bow on it. um, That was Batman year one next month on the 25th of June. We are watching It Is Such a Beautiful Day. Uh, it's Such a Beautiful Day. Directed by, um, oh no, what's his name? Don Hartsfeld. Uh, which, if you've seen the Rejected Cartoon uh, animation. Uh, mm, I was like trying to remember which one this was. I was like, which one is that? Uh, I saw this one several years ago, and it made a very big impact on me. Um, and I very much liked it. I am a big, big Don Hartsfeld fan, so I... Oh, that's why you have that t-shirt. The one that says, like, number one Dan Hartsville fan. Yeah, gets his name right. (laughs) I am a big fan of Dan. Um, Yes, anyway, June 25th. (laughs) um, We will be talking about that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, My name is Brandon. My name is Nikki. And Bish, you do this. I was just going to say, if you want to talk oh. about any of the oh, movies yeah. with us and want to um, have your comments added, you can reach us at 2D or not 2D cast on Instagram, Twitter, or at gmail.com. Thank you. I, for- I forget. Um, it's all good. My name's Nikki. My name's Brandon. And we hope you... T- 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 mm-hmm. in next time. <laughs>